To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Before I joined the calls from various people, organisations and political parties for the government to apologise for the unnecessary 11-day lockdown of Northland, I would like to apologise to the two women who were at the centre of this latest stuff-up that's been revealed in the New Zealand Herald, the two women who were accused of using illegal documents to travel across the Auckland border into Northland, and who, it was insinuated, were prostitutes working for the gangs. The women were publicly vilified for crossing the border, with then-COVID Response Minister Chris Hipkins accusing them of using false information to travel, the case also saw reporters asking Ardern whether the women were prostitutes, and former Deputy Prime Minister Winston Peters was forced to apologise for falsely claiming the pair were helped by Harry Tam, the Hawke's Bay-based mongrel mob leader. The police inquiry summary said, the police investigation found no evidence to suggest the women had any connection to Harry Tam or the mongrel mob or that they were involved in prostitution. I wasn't able to find my opener for the day that the news was revealed, the reason why we'd gone into lockdown. But I have absolutely no doubt I would have gone in boots and all. So for the unfair comments about the women's character that I undoubtedly made, I do unreservedly apologise. And the government departments should be apologising too, IMBI and social development. On behalf of the nameless bureaucrat who knew three days before Northland was locked down, that the women were not, in fact, gangsters' moles, that they had a legitimate business, that they became ill shortly after arriving in Whangarei, that they returned back to Auckland. One of the women returned a strong positive COVID test on October 8, and a snap lockdown was announced for Northland. It just reinforces what I've said all along. If faceless bureaucrats cannot be held responsible for the decisions they made during those dreadful years, around who could travel, who could not, if they cannot be held responsible for denying the father of a child the right to support his partner in hospital, for denying parents the right to be by the bedside of sick children, for denying children the right to be with their dying parents, then the respective heads of IMBI and the ministers responsible should be held accountable. There was never any name at the bottom of the letters that denied you the right to be with a dying mother or father. There was never any name at the bottom of a letter saying, no, you cannot go into hospital with your partner. It was just COVID. It was all about the COVID. And nobody was held accountable for their decisions. In some cases, police made the decision themselves. When desperate people turned up at the border, they saw the nonsensical bureaucracy behind the decision and let people through on their own initiative. They shouldn't have been put in that position. And this whole, ah, yes, soz, maybe the lockdown went on a bit long from Hipkins. That, oh, yeah, MSD officials are very sorry, but overall they do a great job. The whole Megan Woods we needed to shut down to prevent COVID spreading simply does not cut it. No wonder the far north Mayor John Carter was so brassed off when he spoke to Mike Hosking this morning. 
it just, excuse my language, pisses you off because it makes you angry. This is just typical of the invisible, arrogant Wellington bureaucracy. Look, we get good service from our local bureaucrats, the Justine Smiths and the Ben Daltons, but for these people in Wellington who, and, and everyone makes mistakes, Mike, so we accept that. What really annoys you is this has affected businesses, it's affected people's employment, and these people in Wellington make a mistake and they haven't got the fortitude, the guts to stand up and say, look, we're sorry, we cocked it up a bit. Someone needs to just stand up and say to Northlanders, we're sorry. You know, what really frustrates you, Mike, is these people sit in Wellington, they don't know where Kerry Kerry is, they don't know where the Hokianger is, they don't care about Te Kau or Kaio. These are Northlanders, these are New Zealanders who deserve better than this. Absolutely they do. But the response was so blinkered, so utterly focused without looking at the broad picture. And so many mistakes were made without any kind of acknowledgement and it took an Official Information Act request before the facts of the case were uncovered. No wonder this government does not want an inquiry into its handling of COVID. They've resisted it all the way through and God knows this government loves an inquiry. But they're not having one on the way they handled COVID. And actually, after this morning, I'm not entirely sure I want an inquiry either because it will make me angry, so angry. So white-hot rage burning in my gut angry when cock-up after cock-up is revealed. And to what purpose? What's the point? The damage is well and truly done. Perhaps I might get a tiny bit of pleasure if the government and its key decision makers had the scales fall from their eyes and you could see a dawning realisation and understanding for the first time of the dreadful damage they did and have done to so many people and so many families. But Adur and Hipkins et al. are all suffering from the saviour syndrome, which is an underlying belief of these individuals that it is the noble thing to do. They believe they are somehow better than others because they help people all the time with enormous sacrifice to themselves. While motives may or may not be pure, their actions are not helpful to all involved, according to the definition of the saviour syndrome. The problem is that trying to save someone does not allow the other individual to take responsibility for his or her own actions and to develop internal motivation. Therefore, the changes may only be temporary. If that doesn't sound like this government, I don't know what is. The whole lot of them have got saviour syndrome reinforced by COVID. I don't believe that this lot will ever understand the damage they've done to New Zealand. So calls for inquiries into the COVID response will go unheeded. Calls for an inquiry into emergency housing will be ignored. The only way these people will be accountable is at the polling booth. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.